You're listening to the Sourced Property Podcast with Stephen Moss and Chris Kirkwood. Hello and welcome to another Sourced Property Podcast. Like before, if you haven't heard the previous podcast, please go to our library and download and give them a listen because there's some fantastic value in there. Now this week, I am with producer M and nobody else. It's just me and her. So Hi. Hi, how are you? (laughs) I'm good, are you? Very good, thanks very much. (laughs) So we're going to do this in a slightly different format. We are going to talk about something without Steve's consent. So we can talk about literally anything that we want to. And as I am the training... Ooh, what shall we talk about? Well, (laughs) I'm glad that you asked. As I uh, take care of the training here at Sourced, I thought that we would talk about training and how our training differs from everybody else's. Is that all right with you? Yeah, why not? Excellent. Last week, we had the second week of two weeks back-to-back training. And on the Friday, as it all came to a close and we were pressure testing everybody that had come through that week's training, I came to a realisation and it was all about how our training is completely different from other people's. Got any ideas why that might be? I mean, apart from it's me that's doing it, but anything else that you think it might be? (laughs) Well, it is quite an intense course. It's a week long and yeah, we're quite different to others, I think, because we we don't just leave them after day five. They stay on with us, don't they? Exactly. So we've got a duty of care for them afterwards, right? So we need to make mm-hmm. sure we've got to honour our agreement that our training is as good as it can be. Now, you are in the next room when we do our training, yeah. right? So you're not in the training, but what does the training sound like from the next room? What does it sound like? You must be able to hear it. It sounds like a training. It's quite interactive. I know you get them up and chatting to each other, so... (laughs) It's brilliant that you call it chatting to each other. I would probably call it pressure testing and putting them, (laughs) making them stand up, making everybody that's learned stuff stand up one by one in front of everybody else and have the whole room throw questions at them about everything that they've learned. Because the point of training is that you leave the room at the end of the week knowing how to knowing immediately how to apply what you've learned so they can ask you any question about any structure or any technique that you've learned in property and you should be able to apply what you've learned to give the right answer so that's how it should sound i mean that's difficult isn't it from hearing that from between, yeah. on the other side of a wall yeah i'm not a mind reader chris but the interactivity <laughs> obviously you picked up on so that's exactly what we do but another thing that I'd have thought that you'd be able to hear is that it's quite fun. Yeah, there's lots of laughing, especially when it's my my rounds when I do the marketing training session. They're always laughing then. So <laughs> are they laughing at marketing or with marketing? <laughs> They're laughing with marketing. Okay, that's good to hear. Okay, <laughs> all right. The way that we organise our training, the way that we plan our training, is we try and stay away from being prescriptive. So the point of that is. A lot of other training courses or a lot of other things that I see are come and learn how to do a HMO or come and learn how to do commercial conversions. And what they'll do is they'll teach you a very set way of applying different kinds of uh, contracts and markets and different ways of using legislation to your advantage. But the way that we do it is we take a, a step back. We go one stage further and we teach you about the contracts and about the markets and about legislation. And then we show you how to apply it to all the different property strategies. The point of doing it that way around is that if another strategy comes to you, 
you're going to know how to use those things to your advantage. Whereas if you've only learned how, how to apply contracts and markets and legislation to your advantage in one set way, it's going to be much harder for you to then use it in another way that really benefits you. So what we're trying to achieve is we're showing the mechanics of how these things work and then the person that's been at the training can then apply them in all property, not just the specific thing that they've learned about. Now, have you heard the expression, give a man a fish and he can feed his family for a day? Have you heard that one? Uh -huh. I I was wondering why fish was written on your list. So but why? Yes, that's, it's biblical, isn't it? <laughs> I'm not sure where the origin of it. <laughs> but it what's is. the next what's the next part of that saying? Teach a man to fish. And he can feed himself for life. Feed his family for life. <laughs> so yeah. obviously you're just thinking about yourself there. <laughs> okay. So obviously that's what we're trying to achieve. We're trying to show you how to do it and therefore you can apply it. Now let's give you a, a quick example of this. So let's look at um, I mentioned markets and understanding markets. So let's look at the finance market. If you're uh, investing in property, you've basically got three key markets. You've got the mortgage market, you've got bridging finance, and now the more uh, recent version of, mar of uh, finance is peer-to-peer. -peer. Have you heard of all three of those? I have, yeah. Okay, so tell me what you know about mortgage markets. Now, this is what I mean by pressure testing. So I'm pressure testing M now because she wasn't prepared for this. Normally on training, I would go through what these are and then pressure test people, but I'm doing this straight I to M. I haven't been through any training. Okay, all right. <laughs> so I'll be kind to you. So the mortgage market generally <laughs> is a 75% loan to value that you can borrow. Yeah. Okay? But actually... Loan to value, I think, is a little bit misleading because it's not about the value of the house. It's loan to purchase price, which is something that we were discussing at length last week. Because the, mor the mortgage company don't care if a valuer goes in there and values the house at £100,000. If you buy that house for £90,000, they're only going to lend you 75% of 90, not the 100 that it might have been valued for beforehand. Make sense? Mm -hmm. Bridging finance, you can actually loan against the value. So bridging is typically, and I know I know there are exceptions, and I know by the time you listen to this podcast, these percentages might have completely changed. However, bridging at the moment is around 70% loan to value, and that is actually based on the value of the house. So if a house is valued at £100,000, the bridging company will loan you 70% of £100,000, even yeah. if you buy it for £80,000. So if you've agreed to buy it for £80,000, if you go through a bridge, it's based on the value of the house and not what you've purchased it for. Okay. So already there's a difference between mortgages and bridges, right? Mm -hmm. And then peer-to-peer -peer finance is 70% of the GDV. Now that obviously has a big impact if you're going to do a refurb, if you've got some uh, capital uplift in the house that you can, you can actually borrow against the end GDV. So in a lot of cases... Some companies will show you how to use one of those things in a very set, tight frame. Yet what we do is we teach people about how they all work, how they fit together, and what the most appropriate is to use for different property strategies. Make sense? Yeah. All right, now I'm going to hide my notes that I just made, and I'm going to ask you questions about what I just said. <laughs> okay. So a mortgage is based on what? 75% of purchase price. Very good. And I'm genuinely not showing Emma my notes now. <laughs> you could have made notes of, of your own if you wanted yeah. to. Uh, bridging finance is based on 70% of the... 
Value. The value. value. Well done. <laughs> I feel under pressure. And peer-to-peer is based on 70% of the... The GDV. Excellent. Well done. So, our training, I think, is absolutely phenomenal in terms of teaching people how to go from zero into being actual sophisticated property investors in a very short space of time. And how? Because we focus purely on value. I'm not saying that there aren't any other training companies that can do that kind of thing. However, make sure you choose your company well. Okay, so yeah, after training though, a lot of people go out there and they think they can do it, but kind of fail at the first hurdle. Did you know, I once heard a statistic talking about that, which was from a big training company that Mm -hmm. 93% of people that go on big training courses never actually apply what they've learned on the training course. Yeah. That's massive, isn't it? Yeah, and the thing is, once you've learned something, if you don't go out and apply it quickly as well and you go out and do it, you're going to forget that knowledge you've learned as well. And then what happens then is doubt creeps in. Then you start to question yourself. You've obviously questioned yourself anyway because you're not applying the knowledge from from as soon as you leave the, the, the training place. But you start to doubt yourself more and more and then eventually it leads to complete inaction. Yeah. Did you know, and I'm, I bet you didn't, because this they've messaged me today, but I think three of the people on last week's training course, Yeah. so I th- there were six individuals on yeah. last week's training course, three of them had viewings arranged for first thing on Saturday morning. That's great. That's like what you need to do, jump straight in. Exactly. And of those three people, I think another two of them have started conversations with investors that have got uh, off-market deals that they can take advantage of. So incredible stuff, taking action. But you're right, some people don't apply it afterwards and therefore what they need is help and support afterwards. And that help and support, even if it's just encouragement, if it's just a hand around the shoulder saying, you are doing the right thing, keep on going, can mean the difference between success and failure. Yeah, everyone needs kind of that encouragement, especially when they're first starting out in something that they're not sure about. So it's good that they get that with us, all of our offices and our team. And as a good example, right, you've just taken on two people in the marketing department. Yeah. So what do you do to help and encourage them, seeing as they've just started, to make sure that they make the most of their opportunity here? Well, what I do is I have regular updates with them. I see how they're getting on I set them tasks see how they've got on and then I'll give them feedback and and kind of encourage them and tell them they're doing the right thing or if they're not show them which way they need to be doing things so just by being there yeah being there to do whatever it is they need in order to for them to get their job done exactly jolly good so this was about training if you want to know more about training then what's the email address that we should use the email address is podcast at source.co. And ask any questions that you want. We'd be happy to answer them. And before we leave as well, we also have a online suite of training videos, which might be of interest. These are all free on the Sourced website at source.co. So it's www.source.co. Check them all out. Oh. They're all on lots of different property strategies and different things that we've spoken about in other podcasts too. And not only different property strategies, but different ways to use contracts and how to use finance as well. So check them out on there. Thank you for listening to the Sourced Property Podcast. Visit sourced.co for free training videos and blogs.